2: I don't want you to try to talk another person into staying with you, loving you, calling you, caring about you, coming to see you, staying attached to you. I mean, hang up the phone. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. I don't care how wonderful they are. I don't care how attracted you are to them. I don't care what they did for you 20 years ago. I don't care what the situation is. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. Because your destiny is not tied to the person who left. Your destiny is never tied to anybody that left. The Bible said that they came out from us, that it might be made manifest that they were not of us. For had they been of us, no doubt they would have continued with us. People leave you because they're not joined to you. And if they're not joined to you, you get super glue and you can't make them stay. Let them go if they walked away it's no accident if they left here it's no accident if you tried to make it work and it wouldn't work it's no accident accept it as the will of god clap your hands wash your face do your dance and keep going. Oh, okay. oh baby, baby, baby. Don't make me preach it. Let me tell you something. I, I got the gift of goodbye. I mean, I got the gift of goodbye. this It's a tip spiritual gift. I believe in goodbye. It's not that I'm hateful. It's that I'm faithful. And I know whatever God needs for me to have, He'll give it to me. And if it takes too much sweat, I don't need it. Stop begging people to stay. Let them go.
3: It's great when people believe in us, cheer us on, make us feel valuable. We love when our spouse compliments us, a friend is there to give encouragement, our coworker stays late to help us on a project. God uses people to help move us toward our destiny. But here's the key, you can't become so dependent on people that you're getting your worth and value out of how they treat you. It's easy to become addicted to compliments addicted to encouragement, addicted to them cheering you on. Now you rely on them to keep you feeling good about yourself, to always be there to validate you, to make you feel approved. Like a drug, if they don't keep you fixed, meet all your expectations, you get discouraged, feel inferior, work overtime to try to win their approval. The problem is, you're trying to get from people what only God can give. Your worth, your value doesn't come from another person, it comes from your creator. If you rely on people, you'll be disappointed. People will let you down. People will get busy and not be there when you need it. Sometimes people will even turn on you. Quit relying on people. What they do or don't do doesn't determine your worth. What they give you or don't give you cannot stop your purpose. God breathed his life into you. He has crowned you with his favor. Quit waiting for people to approve you and start approving yourself. People may not encourage you. You can encourage yourself. People may not make you feel special. You can make yourself feel special. I'm a child of the Most High God. I know I'm crowned with favor. I'm one of a kind. I'm a masterpiece. You'll have better relationships if you'll start validating yourself. If you're always depending on somebody else, you'll become needy, a burden, waiting for other people to keep you fixed. Can I tell you, your friends, family members, they have enough problems of their own. They have enough issues that they're dealing with to not come home and have to work on you for three hours. That's not only hurting you, it's unfair to the people God put in your life. They're not responsible for your happiness. They're not responsible to keep you cheered up. Don't put that extra pressure on them. If you're basing that off of what people give you, then if they change their mind, if they stop doing it, you'll feel devalued. But when you go to God for it, nobody can take it away. It's not dependent on how somebody treats you, how they make you feel, how many compliments they give you. It's dependent on the fact that you're a child of Almighty God and you know he has already approved you. That's where you're getting your value. Well, Joel, my parents didn't raise me right. I didn't have a good childhood. My spouse never compliments me. My boss didn't give me the credit that I deserve. I say this respectfully. If you didn't get it, you didn't need it. They can't stop your destiny. What they say or do cannot override God's plan for your life. That person that walked away, did you wrong, made hurtful comments, shake off the disrespect don't believe the lies that you're not talented enough, attractive enough, good enough. They don't determine your value. They can't lessen your self-worth. The only power people have over you is the power that you give them. But when we know the creator of the universe lives in us, he's equipped us, empowered us, anointed us, we can put our shoulders back, hold our head up high, knowing that if God approves us, we don't have to have people's approval. And it's good when people encourage us, when they cheer us on. What I'm saying is don't become dependent on that. If somebody's not giving you what you expect, they're not validating you, that's okay. You can validate yourself. You can approve yourself. You are self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. You can feel good about who you are knowing that God handpicked you, created you in his image, put seeds of greatness on the inside What am I saying? You don't need somebody else's praise. You don't have to have people's applause. You have the applause from the one who matters most, from the God who spoke worlds into existence. I'd rather have his applause than people's applause. Well, if I could convince this person to like me, they know a lot of people, then maybe some new doors would open. The scripture says promotion doesn't come from people, it comes from the Lord. God knows where all the opportunities are. He can make things happen for you without you having to convince somebody to like you. You don't have to play up to people, try to win their favor. If they don't wanna be your friend, it's their loss and not yours. Do yourself a favor and keep moving forward. They're not a part of your destiny. God has divine connections. People he's already lined up, they're already in your future. Sometimes the reason people don't give us what we need is because they don't have it Nobody gave it to them. They didn't see it modeled growing up if they weren't raised showing affection With people expressing feelings being good to each other. The problem is they don't have it to give If you're trying to get it from them, you're going to be frustrated Why don't you let them off the hook? and go to God for what they can't give you. Here's the key, God has it all. If you'll learn this principle to not rely on people, but to go to him for your encouragement, for your approval, for your self-worth, then you won't live stressed out because somebody is not giving you what you expect. If nobody's complimenting you, you can compliment yourself. Get up in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror, good morning, you good looking thing, call it by faith. God calls you a masterpiece. Say what God says about you. I'm strong, I'm healthy, I'm one of a kind, I'm highly favored. You have to build yourself up, encourage yourself, compliment yourself. You cannot rely on your spouse, your parents, your coach, your teacher, your pastor. They may mean well, they couldn't love you anymore, but no person can meet all of your needs. Only God can. If you're just looking to people, eventually you're going to become resentful, bitter, start holding that against them. It will sour the relationship. And the truth is, it's not their fault. Maybe they have issues, they could be doing better in areas, but if you'll not rely on people, instead go to God, then you won't be dependent on what somebody does. If they're not giving you what you need and that was the only way to get it, they would control your destiny. God didn't design the plan for your life and say, okay, it's all dependent on if these other people do what's right. If they encourage you, if they cheer you on, if they never let you down, well, God put everything you need within your power. And instead of us living needy, oh man, why don't they compliment me? Why won't they be my friend? The right attitude is nobody owes me anything. I don't have to have people's credit, their applause, their support, their compliments. I am self-sufficient. I know where to go for everything that I need. Why don't you let the people in your life off the hook? Maybe they did the best they could. They may have made decisions that you don't understand, feels like it puts you at a disadvantage, but you didn't have to walk in their shoes. Maybe nobody gave them what they needed to give to you. Bottom line, nobody owes you anything. God is keeping all the records He has seen everything that's happened in your life. The injustice, the bad breaks, the person that did you wrong. Those people cannot pay you back. They cannot make you whole. Only God can. He said he would give you beauty for the ashes. He would pay you back double for the unfair things that have happened. Quit looking to people to make it up to you. Quit trying to get somebody to apologize, to admit they were wrong to give you what they don't have. If you'll go to God, he'll bring you out better. He'll make the rest of your life more rewarding, more fulfilling than it would have been if that hadn't have happened in the first place. Go to him for your value, your self-worth, for your encouragement. If you'll start passing these tests, not relying on people, you'll not only live more confident, more secure, but I believe and declare like Gideon, You're going to overcome obstacles that looked insurmountable, accomplish dreams that seemed impossible, and reach the fullness of your destiny. Welcome.
4: The rh 7 soccer
2: show. Time creates your life. You never know what happens tomorrow. We're growing. Hendrix But now you in charge my time hashtag, hashtag making good choices space and
4: matter on wwwrh 7 soccer show.co.za
5: That's where it is. So one day we'll break this uh, this gap, you know, to to a finals uh, Except the first 20-25 minutes that we struggled to to find our our uh, our spaces to attack them more fluidly. And after the players they feel free. And the last 15 minutes, 20 minutes the first half was good. The second half was was uh, yeah, it was okay. We were there. We were. I had the feeling we were better, but uh, you know. Some, you have to be perfect in these competitions in one game, and uh, and we didn't. What, what did you make of the second goal? Because there was a VAR VAR verdict. There was no offside, they say, but they didn't give the foul on Laporte either. What, what did you make of it? I don't know. It's... You seem to get VAR all the time, so <laughs> I know. You know that it's, it's. not. I don't want. Honestly, I don't want to talk about these uh, the circumstances. Sometimes, you know. I don't want to talk. It looks like uh, I'm complaining or I'm ambush- uh, fi- finding excuses. So we are out. So I had the feeling that we are incredible ready. So uh, we did a lot of good things, but at the end it was not enough. So we made the mistakes in the bo- boxes, in the key moments, and and that's why we are out. You warned us that Leon would tough, but did you give them a little bit too
0: much respect in the first half? You changed the shape. Did, did that work?
5: No. what when, when we have done is is. He's tried to cover our weak points, in, in comparing with uh, his strength points, like they attack incredible well to the channels with two and two, and I didn't want to leave them for the build-up. It was better, and uh, and that's why. So the first 50-20 minutes of the first half was magnificent. So we un- unblock a little bit our our you know respect a little bit, or we were struggle to find our spaces to attack, and in the same shape we played Incredible, good the first last 15 minutes, in the first five 10 minutes. What you want in the second half is put one more player there, and uh, you know we create chances, we score a, a magnificent goal, but unfortunately we miss another ones and, and 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 back, so we can see two more goals. And there was that crucial 59 seconds where Raheem just missed the chance, and then obviously it goes down there. I think this is a resume this competition. This competition is that that situation. No, you have to equalize and go to extra time on the last
2: minute.
5: And after we we concede the third goal, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's this competition. You have to be perfect. Uh, you can make mistakes, especially behind. The first goal is a frontal ball. You have to solve it better. And. Um, and, yeah, we create more chances, more shoots, I guess. I didn't see the statistics, but I think it's happened. So we did everything, but unfortunately, we are out again. And so you have to try again, try again until it happens with Manchester City. Uh, yeah, so we can do. Now are disappointed. Now we have to go to holidays. We are coming back soon. Uh, leave the players again, the club again, and, and continue. Yeah, of course. Uh, sometimes you need to break, you know, this...
6: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: I think the team, the team we have done in the last years, deserve it. But you have to win, and we we could not do it. And that's why maybe one day we'll break this 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 gap, and yeah, we'll see what happens.
7: Thank you very
8: much. Ollie, given the balance of play, the number of chances you created as well, are you a little bit in shock that you didn't see that one through?
7: It's one of them that you, um, if you take your chances, you'll win comfortably. But uh, that's not um, always the case in football. And uh, got to say, we had moments and spells in both halves that we uh, should have, could have scored quite a few. But that's that's the thing, you know. Um, when you don't take him, it's it's going to be hard. Uh, we've we've got a young young team that will. We had three years average, less than them, and I thought some spells today maybe showed that this, this group of players will, will have to learn and get the consistency in the, in the play. Because when they play, uh, got the ball down, when we played, you know, we were pressed, uh, created counter attack chances, it's scintillating at times.
8: As a striker yourself, of course who scored so many goals for the club, do you look at the chances you had tonight and you think poor finishing
7: or do you think just brilliant goalkeeping again? I the, the keepers had a fantastic game and of course it's, uh, it's um, disappointing that we don't score because we know that we're, uh, we've got players who've got that quality but then again, that's, that's the game. The goals conceded, you must be quite angry about that as well particularly the second one. It looked as if you had more than enough numbers in the box to deal with it. Not just in the box, but the whole uh, the whole run-up to the to the goal is disappointing. Of course, we, we're on the break. Anto gets fouled. Uh, should have been a booking. Uh, then we play for quite a while. We just win it back over here and then lose it. And then the recovery runs aren't good enough. And as you say, we might... Should have stopped the cross, maybe. Should have cleared, uh, cleared the ball when it got in the box. It got a deflection off Brandon's tie, so... That changed uh, the direction of the ball. But then again, uh, two crosses to concede from is disappointing. A few big calls by the referee, big decisions in the lead yeah. up to the first goal. Yeah. It
8: was right in front of you. A throw-in for, for your team, surely.
7: Oh, yeah, yeah, but uh, 100%. But that's uh, that's what I mean about uh, experience. That, when you don't get it, you, you can't stop. You've got to uh, stick with the game. Uh, we, we know it's uh, our throw-in. But then it still ends up over the other side of the pitch, and they get a crossing. So you can't say that is the reason.
8: You did get one penalty, but I think Bruno Fernandez, in particular, in the first half, felt like you should have
7: had another one. Do yeah. you also agree with that? Yeah, yeah, And then because uh, <laughs> we got a corner of it, but he never touched the ball, did the boy? So he just uh, ran straight through him. But then that's decisions. That's uh, I've. I don't want to be. I'm just. Uh, accepting that uh, both players and referees can make decision, uh, decisions that might not be the right one. I know you wanted this
8: so badly, but you can't let this take anything away from the progress you have made this season. I mean, is that a
7: message you sent to the players? Is it something you can take heart in yourself? Yeah, of course, we've uh, the last, say, since February, we've been uh, fantastic. But then again, uh, it's disappointing to go out. We've, uh, we've come quite a distance from where we were in February and it's, it's exciting to um, to work with these boys then again you see how tired they were towards the end tired legs tired minds so uh, we'll need the break we can have now and then <laughs> go again very soon Yeah, I know it's
8: not far away but no. do you feel there is a lot of work to be done this summer in terms of transfers I know you, you desperately want to keep improving the, this club
7: yeah well, we definitely need to uh, to improve if you want to move up the table and uh, take steps further in the cups i've never had uh, three semi-finals in one season and uh, so that's uh, one of them things that you you're disappointed with as well do
8: you feel there is a bit of a lack of depth though
7: no i'm i'm saying that we we're work, working to improve what we have we've had uh, spells with uh, uh, Injuries. We've had spells with that players have played a lot, so we, we're always looking to improve the squad. You know, the fans always want a big signing
8: to come in in any window at a club like Manchester United. Do you feel that you can bring in a marquee signing if you like this song? It's, it's
7: not about marquee. It's it's about quality. We need, uh, of course, when when you're going to sign players, you need uh, to have the right player, right personality, fit into the group, uh, and make us better. We 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 might. Um, uh, look at it today and see see where we uh, we need to improve it as well. I say marquee though because of course Jaden Sancho has been mentioned so so many times, you've heard what Dortmund have had to say on it, could a deal like that still happen? I'm not commenting on other teams players unfortunately, that's uh, just uh, how the world works I thought
8: that might be the case but I tried <laughs> anyway Ollie thank you for your yeah. time.
7: Cheers thank you.
4: Good morning, welcome back. Morning Motivation right here on the RS7 Soccer Show. Your host, Ron Hendricks, bro- broadcasting live from Cape Town in South Africa. Hope you enjoyed that. That was uh, Pep Guardiola speaking after they loss to Lyon in the quarterfinals of this year's UEFA Champions League. Also, Ole of Solskjaer speaking after the Seville loss last night uh, in which they were uh, dumped out of the Roper. Uh, league uh, semi-final The show is proudly powered by iHeartRadio, Radio, syndicated all the way in New York City as I go live from Cape Town in South Africa, internationally Hope you enjoy the show with me again As always, some music by Kim Walker-Smith and then a message by Pastor Stephen Furtick
6: low perfect light, and I've cried until the healing came.
1: Been telling somebody under the sound of my voice, It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Back in February, you could pray for that, but it's too late now. Uh, Back before you started, uh, you know, you're over here now and and you're wrapped in the chains of this addiction. If you wouldn't have done that, then you could have been used. It's, It's too late. And I wonder if God showed us that He does not need a human schedule to accomplish a divine purpose. And you're like, that's fine, Pastor, I'm 19. When Timothy was getting ready to minister in Ephesus, which was a hard place, Paul told him, let no one look down on you because you were too young. When Jeremiah got ready to prophesy, God said, I formed you in the womb. Before you were born, I set you apart. See, I ordained your days before any of them came to be. He said, don't say, I am only a youth. What that means is God is not bound by human timelines. What that means is God is not looking at 2020 and saying, Well, I can't wait till December 31st where I can turn it all around for my glory. Uh, next year will be better, guys. Hang in there. God said, I don't need to check your schedule to bless you. My God. I don't need to check your schedule. If you come into elevation as an intern, I can raise you up to tour the world leading worship. John Sal has been in Europe worshiping God, leading people into the presence of God. He's been in places… What's that place in Ohio they always route y'all through? Huh? Canton, Ohio, leading people into the presence of God. From Canton to Cambodia… I just said it because it's alliterated. Lift your hands. Do not be limited. He said all people, all people. All people, all people, all people, all things, all people, I will bless the Lord at all times. Is it a good time to praise him? Well, do it then. Do it then. I will bless the Lord at all times. At all times. Come on, check your schedule. Did he wake you up? Did he give you another day? This is the day. Check your schedule. This is the day that the Lord has made. It's a good time to praise him right now. Fifteen seconds. Do what you got to do. Come on in the chat. Come on in the chat. Come on in the chat. It's only two times to praise him. When I feel it and when I don't. I was young and now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I'm sorry. Is it, is it a bad time? Is it a bad time? My kids never ask that. I'm sorry, is it a bad time? It's a bad time, Dad. Unless they want something, they want to catch me in a good mood, then they might ask me, is it a bad time? Never. Unschedulable. God is unschedulable. So he doesn't ask, "Uh, is it a bad time? Is it a bad time for me to be your provider? Actually, if he asks that, it's only for the purpose that it's going to make him look that much better when he does it. They missed what I just said. If God ever asks you, is this a bad time? I hear somebody saying, it's a bad time. For a blessing. It's a bad time. I can't be happy right now. I can't I can't have peace right now. I can't be content right now. It's a bad time. It's a bad time. I'm single. It's a bad time. We we just got married. We don't have much money. It's a bad time. Our kids are little. It's a bad time. Our kids are toddlers. It's a bad time. Our kids are teenagers. It's a bad time. My kids are gone. When would be a good time? When would be one time I read a book on sales, and Eric is a, a salesman, a recovering salesman. And they said that never ask him, "Can I come see you?" They said, "When would be a good time?" When would be? A, what's a good time? <laughs> you don't ask him, "Can I?" You just say, "When would be a good time?" God doesn't ask that. God, in fact, God's like, um, you want me to illustrate it from the text, or do you just want me to tell you? You want a text? I already gave you Genesis 12, and you're so greedy. John 11. John 11. John 11. Lazarus, the one you love, is sick. When he heard Lazarus was sick, he waited where he was two more days. Check me out in your Bible. You think I'm making this up? You're like, oh no, the Pastor's been locked in an empty auditorium with 40 staff members too long. He forgot that God is an on time God. Jesus was like, oh yeah, he's sick. All right, let's wait a little bit. We got to wait till it's a bad time. It's a bad time. If you go right now, it'll be a good time. It'll be the right time. But I want to show up at the wrong time. I want to bless you at a bad time. I want to show you how powerful I am at a bad time. All right? Jesus, you got to stay on schedule. The ministry of Jesus must have been so frustrating. That it's like, hey, Mary and Martha are major donors, Jesus. This is not good form for you to not go to Bethany. That demon possessed man that you just healed, you probably could have left him off the schedule. You can tell what's important to someone by what they schedule. And just because it wasn't on the disciples' schedule, what makes us think it wasn't on Jesus' schedule? Just because you didn't see it coming. Doesn't mean it didn't come from God. Thank you, Lord. I received that for my own life. You know that that God isn't going to check my schedule to do his will. Lord, okay, is this it? Are you gonna are you gonna get are we gonna get him now? Is this the time where you're gonna restore the kingdom? That's what the disciples wanted to know. Remember when um you remember this, JJ? Mark 5, Jairus comes and he's a synagogue leader. He's important. He's important. You can tell what's important to someone by what they schedule. His 12-year-old daughter. I have a 12-year-old son. Graham is 12 right now, so I can picture this. His 12-year-old daughter is about to die. This is an urgent, an urgent need for Jesus to go and heal this little girl. And some of you have an urgent need with your kids right now. So that's why I wanted to bring this Scripture into the conversation, is that Jesus was on his way to heal Jairus, who was an important official. This is a political figure. He has a lot of power, and he's asking Jesus to come to his house. On the way, a woman stops Jesus, who is unclean by society standards. He stops because she thinks, if I can touch him, I'll be made whole. And 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 what she said was true. She touched him, he stopped, she was healed. Jairus' daughter died. Now, I don't know that I ever saw it this way before. Some of y'all, especially with what we're going through right now, you're real worried about your kids. Because your kids are off schedule right now. I need every mom. I need every mom. Who needs to know whether your kids are going back to school in the chat? I want you to put in, in the chat the following prayer request. I need details, Jesus. I need details, Jesus. I just need to know if it's gonna be Furtick Education Academy this year. I want to apply for my nonprofit status if I'm going to have to educate these kids again. Come on, because it's, it's crazy. Some of y'all are watching this message in the year 2035, so you're watching this at a weird time in history. We, we have had an unschedulable year. Life is unschedulable. We, we laugh at each other now. Hey, man, let's get together uh, next week. <laughs> if the world isn't over… <laughs> We put an asterisk by everything right now. Hey, man, I'll see you tomorrow if Armageddon doesn't come. And we're only halfway kidding. Right? I can't wait to watch the Clemson Tigers. If they ever play again… How will I know it's fall if there are no college boys in tight pants with painted helmets to signify the season? I don't even know what time it is. It's unschedulable. And now I'm supposed to prioritize God, but I'm not even allowed to go to church. But how do you keep your priorities when life wrecks your schedule? While Jesus was healing the woman, the little girl died. The little girl died. And the servant said something that's been going through your mind too. They told Jairus, don't bother the teacher anymore. The girl is dead. It's too late. He got off schedule. Peter tried to get that woman away, shoo her away, but she was persistent. Jesus healed her anyway. Jesus was always stopping for stupid stuff. Let the children come to me. Jesus, the children don't have any money to put in the offering account. Come on, let's go back to Bethany and heal Lazarus. Why are you stopping knock-knock jokes with the kids? Come on, Jesus. You can tell somebody's priorities by what they schedule. Now, if that's true and God still has you here in this season, at this time, if God has you parenting those children, if God has you in that position… If God has you in in that assignment, that place, that city, that time, if God puts you here right now, you must be important to his purpose. If God is speaking this word to you right now, you can tell what's important to someone by what they schedule. And Just like he stopped for a woman who most priests wouldn't have touched for fear of defilement, just like he stopped for a leper. Who he could have stoned. Just like he sat on a well to speak to a woman from Samaria, a place the Jews would walk around to avoid having to confront people that they hated. God has stopped this moment to speak to you. I'm not closing. I got more to say. When I talk soft, I'm scared he'll start playing beautifully, but I'm not done. As a matter of fact, check your schedule right now. Can I tell you one more thing? Do you have time to hear from God? Some of you for the first time in your life you've had time lately. <laughs> and now you've crowded out your schedule with even more crap and you're bored and your mind is busy and you can't figure out why. We want to compartmentalize God, you know. Jesus was Jesus was still on schedule. Come on, put it in the chat. He's still on schedule. He's still on schedule. He's still on schedule. Don't touch your neighbor. I don't want to get sued by my own staff, but look at him and say, He's still on schedule. He's still on schedule. He's still on schedule. Oh, Jesus, uh, you want us to go to the other side uh, uh, on the boat? Okay, we'll go. Wait, wait, wait. There's a storm. It's going to throw us off schedule. No, 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 no. You're still on schedule. In fact, even the storm has an appointment, even the trial has an appointment. You don't hear me. Even the thing that that we did not put on our calendar is a part of our calling. Don't you believe he's sovereign? Don't you believe he's immutable? So if he can't change, no matter how much the world does, he doesn't. But maybe we need to reset our schedule. Reset our schedule. So when Jesus finally gets to the, the, the tomb of Lazarus, and He's, he's going to raise his friend from the dead, but he's late, and if he would have gotten there on schedule, Lazarus never would have died. Lean in. i got to tell you something. He said, uh, Martha, Martha… He met her at the gate. He said, Do you believe? She said, If you would have been here, he wouldn't have died. Jesus said, Let's reschedule. I know I didn't show up when you wanted me, I know I didn't do it by the time that you thought I was going to do it, but I hear God saying, Can we reschedule? I know this year hasn't gone like you thought it was going to go. I know you don't know how to teach your kid algebra, and you're worried they're going to grow up dumb and can't count, but can we reschedule? I'm going to make up lost time. God is a good driver. God knows the back roads. God knows how to get there anyway. God knows how to reroute an expectation. And this is a faith word. This isn't a sit there and cry cause it's over word. This is a Martha, your brother will rise again. And she said, even now, somebody shout now. That's the magic word. God said, can we reschedule? I know you've been stuck in the past worried about what you should have done by now. I know you've been stuck in the future, wondering what's coming next. Can, can we reschedule? My name is the great I Am. I am in this moment. Hey, Moses, take off your shoes. I know you didn't schedule a meeting with destiny, but this is holy ground. Woo! Woo! Let's reschedule. Come on, let's reschedule. God said, I will restore the years that the locusts have eaten. I will restore the years that depression has stolen. I will restore the joy that fear has robbed. I am resurrection. Resurrection works on a different schedule. Resurrection Has faith to know on Saturday. Sunday's coming. Let's reschedule. I'll meet you on Sunday. I'll meet you in the valley. I'll meet you in the storm. I'll meet you in the pain. I got your kids. I got your money. I got your mind. I got your nature. I
6: got... Just to have you. It's always been you, Jesus. More than enough for me. You're still my everything. It's always. still my everything if it means letting go the things that i hold just to have you just to have you then i will turn aside leave my comfort behind just to have you It's always been you
9: Radio Now combines your favorite radio stations plus your on-demand music collection, all in one app. iHeartRadio automatically creates your My Playlist where you save all your favorite tracks from the radio. When you hear a song on the radio, tap Add to Playlist and choose a playlist. With iHeartRadio all access, create an unlimited number of playlists. Search for an artist or song and save directly to the playlist you choose. Collect and listen to your favorite music anywhere, anytime. Create a playlist for every mood or occasion. Radio plus unlimited music all-in-one app
4: let me give you one more song before i'm out of here one more by kim walker smith and uh, that's it for this morning hope you enjoyed the show with me as i said proudly powered by our radio syndicated all the way in new york city as i broadcast live from cape town in south africa your host rowan Signing out with another song from Kim Walker. Have a great day. Take care. Remember South Africa, we are going to level two during the lockdown of this pandemic, the COVID-19. Hope you're well wherever you find yourself in the world. You're healthy, you're practicing social distancing and taking care of yourself and respecting others. Cheers, goodbye. Ciao.
6: take my will pray you you. I won't let the stones cry I won't let the stones cry out I will praise you Something in me has to I won't let the stones cry I won't let the stones cry out Find me with the promise Dancing where you prophesy Still, shout of everything you've done. High up on the mountain, I was made to testify. Forever, you will have my song. Oh, forever. The more I-
4: the show a little bit longer this morning but hey it's all worth it take care be good out there catch me tomorrow morning live again 6 a.m as i do morning motivation right here on the rs 7 soccer show
0: 18 plus.